to the approach so far and how the, ram, uh, the Maral breaks down the Makas into three triplets, the Tzach, the Adash, and the Ba'achav, the Ba'ah, Ba'ach, with the V at the end, with the tenth uh, all-encompassing Makah, and we saw a number of approaches. Then we saw yesterday the Ramchal's intro into his next um, treatment of the Makas, in which he looks at the Makas as a group of ten. He has significance that he attaches to the number ten. And the, Ram, the Maral told us that the ten of the Makas is corresponding to the ten statements, the ten utterances with, with which the Rebunshim created the world. The ten Makas paralleling the ten Ma'amaras. And why do we have to have one Maka for each Mimer, one Maka for each statement with which Hashem creates the universe? Maral gave us two ideas. One was, similar to what we saw earlier in the, in the threesomes, the, the Rebbeinshom has to show Paro that, no, you're not in charge, I'm in charge. You don't have any authority or power or shlita. I have sole shlita, sole power, sole, sole authority. That was on the wares of the world, all the different regions and habitats. The, the ten makas that show Paro that on the what's, the elemental building blocks of creation, Paro has no authority, has no power. It's HaKadosh Baruch has total power and authority over the building blocks of creation, which extends not just... Um, doesn't just apply to creating the world, but extends to maintaining and running the world uh, through manipulating the ten building blocks. So that's part of Akash Baruch Hu showing Paro how much power is not in charge. The Rebbeinshim is constantly running the world with the ten building blocks. He can use those at will, at his behest, to punish Mitzrayim in Mitzrayim, and Paro has no power or authority to fight God. And the second idea in why we have to have ten Makas corresponding to the ten statements with which we create the world is the Mita Kanegamita. Um, Paro damages the entirety of the cosmos, the entirety of the universe, by <coughs> enslaving Kleisel, trying to replace God with himself, and making Kleisel be a guy, big care of guy. Kleisel is consumed and subsumed within Egypt, and you're trying to take the world, thwart the world from its destiny. So he's been Mekalkel, Mashchis, the entire world, the entirety of creation from A to Z. There has to be a tikkun. We have to rectify and repair that with Amida Kanegamita Mitzrayim from A to Z. Okay, that was a, two beautiful ideas in why there's ten makas, that, why they parallel the ten statements. And as the Maral promised us, he's now going to give us the rundown of which maka goes to which statements. How to connect the dots. He did tell us that there's not, they're not going to be in order. He said the statements of which we create the world have to be um, from further, uh, uh, closer to God in the beginning, and we get further and further away from God. Bereshis bar elikim is Bereshis is nami maimri. He Bereshis is also a statement that's the closest to God. We get further and further and further away. So the statements of creation are are structured in order from the closest to the furthest. Then the the um, Makas are structured from the lowest to the highest, the least severe to the most severe, so they don't um, parallel them uh, one, you know, each one line up neatly. Although we did mention yesterday that the Vilna does do that, the Makas do not do that. Now let's see, the Maral is going to connect the dots. Very, very, very interesting. Let's see what, what, what he does. So we're on page Reish Nun Dalit in the standard photocopy packets that uh, we have in front of us over here. Page Reish Nun Dalit. We are on the right-hand column of the um, standardized edition of the Maral, Reish Nun Dalit, right-hand column, and and um, about uh, a little bit more than one-third of the way down. This may be two-fifths of the way down. 
the, 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 where the beginning of the line where it begins when we call Malcolm, the line below the, before that ends with a period. Okay, so it's Peseder Ma'amara's period, where the next line down. Um, okay? So it says the Ma'aral. Says the Ma'aral, it's clear and indisputable that the ten Ma'akas line themselves up with the ten statements with which God creates the universe for those two aforementioned reasons. A, to show power that God has the total authority over all the what's, all the what's, as we said yesterday. These were ten what makas, right? Ten what makas. Um, second of all, that's okay. Okay, I was need another coffee. Yeah. Second of all, I was waiting for someone to have that reaction. Thank you, Rabbi Hoffman. So these are ten what makas because they were punishing Pyro. Not just. No, I'm sorry. Not punishing. It's a display to Pyro. Not just that God has supreme authority over all the wares, the wares, the wares, which was the first set of three, three triplets. Hashem has supreme authority in all the Hawats. Um, that's the ten Hawats. And, and uh, furthermore, as we mentioned, we're, we are doing a meter connected meter. We're repairing the damage to the cosmos. Paro damages the entire cosmos by making a stand against God and trapping Kla Yisrael, enslaving Kla Yisrael as part of Egypt, trying to take the the the, the Yid out of the Yiddishkeit, take the, 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 the Jew out of the Jewish and leave it just as the Ish and take the Jew out of there. That's what Paro is attempting to do and interfere with the, the entire plan and, and, and the world of re- arriving at and achieving its destiny. So he just damages, damages the entire cosmos, the entire order of creation from A to Z, from Aleph to Tav, from beginning to end. Therefore, there has to be immediate connectivity to repair all that damage through the entire range of the statements of creation. That's the Asar Mamaris. So says the Ma'aral. Here we go. What was the final statement of the statements of creation? What was the final one? After everything has been created and we have we have all the levels of creation. We have tzaymeach, that's inert, the inert substances, mineral, land. We have, um, I'm sorry, doimim, doimim, which is inert, tzaymeach, which is vegetable matter. We have chai, which is animals. We have medabra, we have human beings, adam and chava. We have to provide sustenance. We have to give a system how they're going to keep going. Good, we, we created you guys. We breathed life into you. That was six days of creation. But Moving forward, now we, we get into real life. We get into exiting the six days of creation. How are you going to maintain that? How are we going to keep and sustain life? So that's the final statement. The final mimer, interesting, of the Asar Mamaris is Hine Nasati Vayimr Hashem. Vayimr Lakim Hashem said, Behold, I have given you Kol Eisazer La'achla. Here is food. Here's food. Now, what's the significance of that? Again, just to explain that, speak that out. What's the significance of this tenth mimer being here? Behold, here's food for you. The significance is that creation doesn't end with creation. Creation has a mahalach, how to go beyond creation. Creation has been equipped with resources that it can now maintain itself and sustain itself moving forward. Okay, that's the final mimer is the bridge, the transition of creation going beyond creation. Here's your sustenance to be able to now move forward and accomplish and express yourself, manifest yourself out of the veld 
beyond creation, so here's food, because I'm done creating you guys. I, I, I create you, I gave you existence. Here's how you're going to sustain the existence moving forward. Good. So that's keeping yourselves alive and keeping yourselves going. Says the Maral. That's the tenth statement of creation. The Rebbeinu gives all living animals, all life, their the sustenance. Um, Hashem gives them life, and again, life is about infusing the soul into the blood and the blood into the body, and that whole system of the blood, which connects the life force, the soul, with the with the goof of the body, and provides animation. So I didn't just create that; I'm giving you a mahalach how to sustain that and keep that going. The the life force which is there in the dam, the chasherheim dam. All live animals ultimately are dependent on. The circulatory system, the dam ki adam nefesh, right? The, the the soul lies in the dam. Life lies in the dam in the blood. So we keep the dam. Um, Supplied, we keep the dam, the blood circulating, we keep it nutrified with nutrients, and that is the life source of the life force of all live animals. So that's the tenth mimer is keeping creation maintained beyond creation, keeping them alive. Again, and the, the root of that, the church of that is dam. That is the first maka. That flips into a maka, and that's maka's dam. That's why we have Makas Dam, Makas Dam. So the first Maka does parallel the last Mimer. And that's, again, we said the Vilna Goin does do that. That Maka number one parallels um, Mimer number ten, Maka number two is for nine, three is for eight, four is for seven, and, and so on. until so the last Maka parallels the first Mimer. The Maral is going to agree that the first Maka parallels the, the last Mimer, and the last Maka will see parallels the first Mimer, Beratius. But the ones in between, he's not going to be as, as structured about, um, as, as um, particular about. Those are going to work out according to what makes more sense in terms of the, the um, connecting to that. And again, here, he's, the, the going gives us a different mouth. The going does make them strictly go in, in reverse order. The first and the last, the Maral does connect. So the first, Mako, Dam, is paralleling the last statement of keeping the Dam, keeping creation alive. So we're going to attack life itself. Life itself. Um, this, this maintenance of life. Um, <clears throat> um, the same way, if they lose dam, says the Maral, you know, you, dam dissipates, a person start, bleeds too much, that threatens his life, the, the balance, the stability of life, when, when, when there's not enough dam. In other words, Maral is addressing an unspoken question. You may be asking, you may be wondering, well, if the 10th Mimer is about sustaining life and maintaining life and keeping the dam nourished, so the Maka, the first Maka should be taking dam away from Egypt, right? We gave more, more dam to Egypt. We brought in truck, truckloads of dam. That, that's odd. We would think that the first Maka should be being mechaser dam, taking dam away. If it's neged, the, the, the last Mimer of Beratius, which is about... Maintaining life, nourishing life, maintaining them. So the first Maka is giving me tons of them. Says the Maral, no, it, 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 it's both ways. Life requires always a delicate balance. Too little is always not good enough, but too much is also not good enough, right? An oversupply of them. Everyone, you know what, leeches. When's uh, Arthur, Arthur Arkane? You go for leeching? No? Nope. Well, people go for leeching. You know, what's the point of uh, leeched? Get leech, leeched, right? Um, 
Gemara talks about Gemara talks about this routinely getting leached. Everyone should go once in a while. It's refreshing. Um, you leave feeling like a new man. Um, just make sure they take the leeches off of you before you go. Um, so that, that's letting excess dam. I think Gemara talks about it by by behema, bechur. There's excess dam. You know, it could be very, very dangerous, very problematic. So too much dam is also no good. And we know, uh, you know, Chazal tell us, kol dummy. An extra appendage is like a missing appendage. Too much of anything is never good. Too much of anything is never good. Um, so too much dam is the same as having not enough dam. So that's why the mark of dam says the Maral, too much and too little is, is, is tantamount to the same thing. So too much time, again, we're threatening the, the, the delicate balance of light, which requires just the right amount of them, which is the 10th mimer of uh, being mefarnis, all live animal, all, all living items and animals and people. So that's why we go for the dam first. The dam is connected to the 10th mic. Okay, that's very nice. Let's move on. The second maka. Hamaka shni tzvardeya. Second maka is tzvardeya. What is that corresponding to in the 10 maimaris? Hu keneged maimer yishrutsu amayim sheretz nefesh That is corresponding. Now this is not statement number two. Here at this point, the maimaral is going to be jumping around. As he already told us, he's not going to be going in order necessarily. Just the first and the last will be in order. Anyway, so we have a maimer beratius of yishrutsu hamayim sheretz nefesh This is on the the fifth day of creation, that the waters should swarm with swarming things. So again, the same idea. Um, the, the, all the ecosystems, all the, the, the food chains, and the, uh, you know, everything that's all the, all the uh, flora and fauna, all the animals and cre- creations Hashem created have to have the right balance and, um, you know, the, uh, the, the, the balance, delicate harmony and balance of nature. So the seas and the waters and the oceans have to swarm with the right amount of swarming things. Here we again we have an oversupply in the swarming of the swarmingness of the oceans of the wadi to water. That's the frogs. Um, the same principle. Too much and too little is the same issue. It's a it's a maka. This is a hakah. of hakah. This is this is you know a hakah. This is this is damage. This is damage causing damage. To that system, that fundamental building block of nature, the Yishritu Amaim, Kasha Yeshitzim and Aseder Amaimer, the Kanoyo Shonui, Shinui Miseder Hativi, the natural balance of, 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 of uh, the order of creation, which was set into motion on the fifth day of creation of Yishritu, Yishritu Amaim, Sharetz Nevashayo, has been disrupted. And that's what the Makas, again, every Makas, the ten Makas, is a disruption, a damage to a building block of, 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 um, the fundamentals of creation. Each of the ten Maimaras, one of these fundamental building blocks, has to be in, in the right balance with the right um, uh, measure for the system to be maintained and balanced properly. All these building blocks, and we're tampering with those building blocks one at a time in terms of the stability of Egypt, and each one is a maka. Okay, maka in the sense is damage, a disruption to the natural order of the Maimaras that have to keep Mitzrayim Maintained. Okay, so Yishutu Amaim is another one of these Maimars that the, 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 the oceans, the creepy crawlies, and the swarming things in the body's water have to be maintained the right way. And um, by Tzvardea, it, it uses that Lushan, right? The, 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 the Yor will, will, Yishutu, will swarm with an oversupply in, 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 in abundance of, of swarmingness of frogs, was teeming with frogs. Okay, that's the second. Hamaka Shlishis Kinim. 
The third mak, which is Kinim, which of the ten Maimaras is this paralleling? Shahoya Afaram Kinim, the dirt, the ground, is transformed into lice. Shalaka Maimer, Yikavua Maimetairoa Hayabasha. This is going against the, the building block of of the um, of the Abasha, terra firma, the ground, which excuse me, appears on the third day of creation. We have a mimer which is dedicated to create the creation, the notion of ground, solid ground, dry ground. That terra firma is no longer so firma. And that ground is no longer ground, it's it's now transformed into life. So that's again the disruption of that building block of, of the Maimaris, of that elemental kayak of, 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 um, of creation within Mitzrayim, uh, the Mita Kanegamita, again, of Mitzrayim causing damage to the all levels of the universe. Okay, so there, here we have, the, that's the next building block, taking a hit, taking damage and disruption in Egypt, terra firma. Bain offer elamakam Offer again, terra firma means human habitat, human land where, where humans can inhabit, can habitate, and can live and dwell. Shazen nikra. Offer shashar arts nikrates arts. I will offer nemer al arts ham yusheves. Says the Maral Agav. This uh, is giving us some um, yusoidus over here in the lashon hakodesh in, in da, the dialect. Arts can arts just means anything that's down here that's not in the sky. Arts means anything in the sky. It could mean swampland. It could mean lakes. It could mean anywhere you can't live. Right. Anywhere you can't live. Yeshvigar's house. It's referring to any place that you can't live. Afar is referring to a place where you can live. A place you can live that's dry land, that's terra firma. Ertam Yusheves, Kinemuchach, Beperekiso Yadam. Good, that's Afar, and that's Aretz. And uh, that's the third Mac of Kinem. The, the ground beneath her feet is no longer the ground beneath her feet. It becomes lice. And that's that next Mimer. Moving right along. Aruf, the fourth Mac of Wild animals neged toitzi arts nefesh chaya shana kadosh baruch hu amayim razeh at shabola hashchis legamri. That that's a very easy one to see that the, the connection which that's connect over there. Arav is the wild animals gan haywire, the uh, fauna. All the animals that are here in this world are are just in, in chaos and rampaging and ravaging Egypt. So that parallels the mimer of. Of Toitzi Yars Nefesh of creating the animals, right? On the sixth day, Hashem created all the animals. They're there for tikkun, they're there for harmony, they're there for bringing out, um, bring this, you know, the, 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 the maintaining, running the world properly in its proper order, in its natural uh, operating sense. And that is now going out of control, okay? So that's the next Mac, the next disruption in Egypt, the 10 elemental. Ingredients in the the great cosmic recipe that creates the cosmos. Yes, dever, the fifth maka. Dever, which again is how do we translate dever in English? Art scroll. I mean, no, not art scroll. The Maxwell Hasagoda has bequeathed to Klai Yisrael the correct translation for dever, which we we talked about this already, right? The moraine, moraine. I don't know what it is either, Zevi. I don't know. The only place I know that word from is the Maxwell House Haggadah. What? Oh, they, 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 Maxwell has to change it to pestilence? pestilence? Okay, well, I remember when I was a kid, it was Moraine. Moraine. And again, I, I believe, I think the, that's the only place I ever saw this word in print. It's in the Maxwell house. It could be they even made it up. I don't know. Okay, but I'm, uh, Rabbi Anson, if it's okay with you, I'm still going to go with Moraine and not, uh, not pestilence over here with this one. Um, so the kids are Dever. Is um, is 
is uh, all the animals dropping dead. Disease, this disease that uh, this, this pandemic, the great animal pandemic of Egypt, killing all the animals. Um, what, what does that line up with? So the, the morale gives us something a little, uh, something that sounds like a chiddush. We wouldn't have made this connection on our own. So he says that dever, which is disease, is negative. That corresponds to the celestial, um, the celestial spheres, the celestial um, um, objects, the stars and the planets. That's what Dever, the, the, the disruption of Dever is a disruption in the celestial bodies. The celestial bodies of planets and the stars and the constellations. My high Kaiman, what does Dever, what does this disease have to do with the celestial bodies? The Maral explains like this. Muskum who Eitzel is agreed upon with those who, the, the researchers, the people who do research, the people who look into these things. Diseases, pandemics, outbreaks of, of uh, infectious and contagious things down here have to do with the constellations and the stars being out of whack. The stars and the arrangements of, 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 the, of, the, of the constellations and the stars and the galaxies and all that determines um, the, the uh, relative state of man's health or disease. Outbreaks and pandemics is governed by the stars. That determines the state of the air, the condition of the air, the atmosphere, and germs, bacteria. Is the air healthy air, or is it, is it, is it infected air? The researchers have said that, this is, that the stars play a role in the purity or contamination of the air. Is, 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 is it, is it uh, healthy to breathe today? Is it, uh, is it there are diseases? Is it going to be diseased, bacteria infested? Has to do with the stars. Okay, uh, one thing I'll tell you, um, and the Maral is going to go with this. Lamaisa Rashi does say in Chumash that, um, that there are diseases that are determined by the stars, right? Rashi says on uh, the fourth day, by the fourth day of Barashas, Yehim Ayur's now, it's interesting, the Maral doesn't quote this Rashi, but Rashi does say something which, make, you know, it sounds like what the Maral is saying. So Rashi says, Me'eros is there spelled without a vav. Me'ero. Me'ero means, you know, it, there's the, a, a, a um, affliction, curses comes to the world. Rashi says, Askara, the disease of Askara, which is Rachman al-Itzlan, um, you know, choking to death, suffocating, the, 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 the trachea. Um, contracting and a person not being able to breathe. This disease, says Rashi, is determined by the stars. So the, when the stars, something is wrong with the stars, the, these diseases can be, at, be there. Rashi says it could affect children, Rachman al So you see such a concept there in this Rashi, um, in Bereshis, that the, the stars and the constellations um, factor into the, you know, to, to diseases to down here, um, the health, state of health of mankind and... and um, yeah, pandemics, okay? So, corona, if you would know how to read the stars right, you would have seen corona there in the stars, right? You would have known, you would have known to stack up on, like, toilet paper, you know, a few years ago, right? Remember that? Next to a Chinese star? Uh, Probably, for sure, for sure, yeah. The Chinese, the, the Wuhan star, there's the Wuhan star up there, for sure. Okay, anyway, let's go on. So that's the fifth macro. There's a disruption of the stars results in Dever. Dever is there to make a disruption of the stars. Hashchin, Maka number six, boils. This is the only one that affects directly man and exclusively man. And that's what the Maral is going to focus on. Boils is the one Maka that was, that, was, that was part and parcel of man's existence, the skin. The skin broke out in boils. Um, didn't affect um, 
The Pesukim don't talk about it affecting animals. Either. There's a Chazal measure that, that talks about animals, but the Pasha Pshat is it only affected man. This, is, this was the one that affects man, um, Shechin. And that is, if this is the one that affects man, this is This is disrupting, excuse me, the second to last mimer, which is let us create man in our image. The, the notion of man, the creation of man, the, the governance and maintenance of man, which is number nine of the ten building blocks of the natural scheme of things, the, the Seder Hateva. Shechin is unique in that is the Maka that, that is, is not just affects man, but is disrupting man's, man's um, you know, physicality. It's, 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 your skin is now unreliable. Your uh, person's skin erupted and boils. The, the skin betrayed the, the, the bearer of that skin. So it's Devuka Ba'adam. The Adam itself has, is Huka. This is the only Maka which is, is linked and intertwined with man's very existence. You know, not like other Makas that my life is made inconvenient because of the Maka over there, right? That's Dam, Sfardeya, Kinem, Shechin. There's a Maka over there which makes my life over here inconvenient. The Maka of Shechin is that my life is, 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 is directly a huka. My, my existence is directly afflicted through my skin becoming shechin, becoming boils. Um, yes. Being that the tenth, uh, I'm sorry, the second to last, the ninth mimer, the ninth statement of creation is let's create man, let's give man dignity, make him in the image of God. Shechin is disrupting that, damaging that, afflicting that, man's dignity, man's very existence. They don't, they no longer, says Maral, is taking this to a very deep place. We have a Tselem Elohim, in the fact that we have a visage, uh, a, a, a resemblance, and we're set up, so to speak, we parallel, have God's spiritual system is set up. Hashem doesn't have a body, obviously, but we're Tselem Elohim. Our physical parallels Hashem's spiritual system of earning the world. And that is every aspect of our existence, including our fingernails and our toenails, right? Um, from the hair on the tip of our head until the, the uh, not the hair on the soles of our feet, but the soles of our feet, right? And including our skin. Your skin also parallels some aspect of Hashem's spiritual system of running the world. Memela, when any part of us is disrupted and affected, including the skin, the tselem elokim, our... our, our, our form and appearance that parallels the appearance of God, the Hashem's spiritual makeup, Hashem's spiritual system has been disrupted. The very Tzalem has been affected over here. Not just our dignity, but our very setup and makeup. Um, the skin which gives us a tzura, the skin which gives us an appearance, a form, which is the very form and appearance of Hashem's spiritual system has been afflicted, affected, and disrupted. We don't have the same tzura anymore. The Mitzrim. It says when Moshe and Aaron came um, during the Mac of Shechin to call it off, it says the Chartumim did not appear. Right? The Pasuk makes a point of saying that the Chartumim did not appear because of the Shechin. Not because of the pain. The Pasuk is, you know, it sounds like out of the pain. They didn't come. No, not because of the pain, because of the, their compromised dignity. They're because of their tzur. They didn't look like human beings anymore. Okay? So that's, that's Mita Kenegamita. That's directly... <clears throat> lining up with the ninth mimer, which is creating human beings, giving them a dignity, and giving them a form which parallels the spiritual outline that Hashem uses to run the world. Barad, we have um, 
the seventh Makkah. Neged ihi rekiah b'seich ha'mayim. Barad is a disruption of that line that divides the heavens from the earth, right? Yehi rekiah b'seich ha'mayim. We have, on the second day of creation, we separate the waters into two. We have the upper waters and the lower waters. So Barad is that loosening up. All these upper waters come, come pouring down on Egypt in the form of these hailstones. Very gishmak. Um, so that's a disruption in Mitzrayim, damage to the mimer of division, a clear and, and, and um, predictable natural division between the upper and the lower waters. So that is disruptive. We have borrowed raining down, crashing down Egypt in, in a way that's outside of the natural order of things. The maral means in the intensity and in the fact that it was mixed together with fire. Um, the intensity of the Pasuk testifies to the fact that this was a bar of an intensity that Mitzrayim never saw and never saw again and it was also outside the natural order of things like we just said and that it was mixed with its, its uh, very opposite with fire um, yes uh, this is a disruption of that elemental building block of the mimer of let there be a division between the upper and the lower waters. The the hail comes crashing down from the upper waters. Good. Continue. We're on a roll over here. The eighth maka arba, maka of locusts. Negatoite arts eight pre pre. This is on. We have this on uh, the fourth day of creation that we summon forth from the ground trees that produce fruits. Vegetation, which produces vegetables, and fruit trees, which produce fruits, all the all the things that sprout forth, all the tzemeach. So that is the the, the, the mimer that we have on the fourth day, and the arba, the locusts, are there to disrupt that one. Because what did the locusts do? They consumed everything that was growing in Egypt. Every all the vegetation were consumed, were destroyed by the arba. Arba is a destruction, damage to that mimer of of um, vegetation and fruits. And vegetables. Um, locusts are unique from all other uh, insects um, that that can, um, you know, um, nibble on your produce. The arba unique shu mashchesapri. The arba destroy, and that's the lotion of the pasuk over there. Is, is, is a hashchasa. Um, they they destroy, not just. Nibble, not just damage, they destroy. And the Toichachot says, You'll plant a lot and you'll barely bring anything home because the Arab of the Locus, Yachselen, Yachselen means to finish it off. They'll, they'll, the Mamish finish it off, close it out. Another puzzle in the Toichachot that all of your trees, all of your fruits will be inherited. By the tzlotzal, another type of locust. So you see, they're yachselenu. They can, they finish it off. They they wipe it out. They they take it over. They push you out of the way. This is what's unique about locusts. Why locusts, of course, selected. Um, you know, the, a lot of bugs, a lot of insects like to nibble at our at our produce. But the arbe are defined in in in, in uh, the lashon hamikra as being all consuming. They they destroy entirely. Shemizet tira ki arbe they destroy the tree, they destroy the fruit, they destroy total destruction. Don't leave anything behind. Asks the Maral Kasha, I'll ask me that the hail, says also the hail, also affected 
um, produce, or did destroy some produce as well. But that wasn't something that was unique to Bard. Bard it doesn't, it doesn't single out, doesn't target. Bard, hail, doesn't target vegetation. Granted, there was vegetation that was in the way of the Bard and incidentally got damaged. Um, but, but, but the Bard wasn't singling it out, wasn't targeting it. Bard just destroyed anything that was in its way. Doesn't single out, doesn't target vegetation, so it's not damage and disruption specifically to the mimer of Toitzi Arz Desha. The locusts have uh, targeted, they locked on to the, 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 the vegetation, the trees, the fruits, everything that was growing. That's the only thing that they cared about. That's, that was, was a targeted attack after the vegetation, so that's why Arba. Um, is a disruption specifically to that mimer. That was the unique aspect, the unique mark of Arba was to take down the vegetation. The ninth mark, So this one's pretty obvious also. Choshech is a disruption of the second um, statement of creation. Let there be light, illumination. After we create the world, we kick off the world, the first thing we put into the world is iris, is light, God's illumination. We give light to the world, as that's Chayshech, obviously. So, here as well, here the guy agrees with the Maral. This is the second to last Maka, is paralleling the second Mimer Bereshis. Maka's Bechayris, what about Maka's Bechayris, the tenth Maka? And here again, the Maral and the Gainer in agreement that the tenth Maka parallels the first statement of Bereshis, which is what? Reishis Oinam. The Avachar is the Reishis Oinam, the first of a person's energy, the first of a person's uh, productivity. That's what Avachar is. A person's Reishis. The Maral mentions this idea earlier, but the Pazik says, calls him a Reishis. Uneged Maimer Bereshis. Makas Avachar, which is affecting the, the Reishis, is there to cause disruption and damage to the first Maimer Bereshis, which is Bereshis in the beginning. Shabachar Reishis, Laboim Achrov. The Bechor is the, the, um, Sets the stage is the beginning for the entire family. They're both erasures. And we mentioned a few days ago, um, earlier here in the Maral's discussion of the Makas, the whole concept of erasures is everything has to be contained in the erasures. Right? That's the DNA. That's the condensed source matter for everything that's going to follow. That's why it's so critical to do something right in the beginning. It's something's inception. You've got to get it, hit the ground the right way. You've got to have the kickoff done correctly. Everything is there in the beginning. Obviously, uh, is... An, extent, an expansion of Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov. They're the Shoirish. So in the Rashis lies the entirety of the matter. In my Bechor, my entire family is really there in the Bechor. How I raise the Bechor, what, 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 what um, I want from this Bechor. The whole family is there in the Bechor. The whole world is there in the Bereshis. And, and um, Mitzrayim damaged the entirety of the world, meaning that the whole world is here for Klai Yisrael. They attacked Klai Yisrael. Klai Yisrael is called the Rashis. Rashis um, pre We're called the Rashis of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. They're damaging the entire world, which is contained in Klaisol as the Rashis. So the Rashis of the Mitzrayim has to be taken down, their Bechor, which is what the Mitzrayim stands for, and that corresponds to Bereshis Baro. Very Geshmak. Wow, how about that? Kumosha Makas Bechorus, Shkula Negat Kalamakas, the same way Makas Bechorus is equal to all the other Makas, Kach Mamar Bereshis Shoko Kenegat Kalamamarus. The statements of Bereshis contains within all the statements of creation. Um, because all of creation is there in Bereshis. It's the source, it's the root, the, the plan, the intentions behind all of creation is there in Bereshis. Shekein Yeshva Midrashis. 
we turn the page ration on hey so we see behold in the ten makas we have all ten aspects of creation all ten elemental building blocks of creation were damaged and disrupted through the ten makas so all of Mitzrayim is punished from A to Z all aspects okay that wraps up this idea that Myral has one more idea he's going to share with us um so we'll send this out now. We'll stop here for today. Um, we could still have one more. Should we continue to have one more day tomorrow? We weren't sure if today's going to be the last day or tomorrow.